In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Mothers know best. We can often be annoyed at what we think are our mothers being fussy. It's cold out. You better dress warmly, they say to us. Don't forget to eat your vegetables. You better make sure you go to church on Sunday. We hear the reminders constantly. They can be all the more annoying, especially because very often they are right. In a similar vein, Holy Mother Church also likes to prod and to remind us. For example, we might think that Epiphany was one and done, limited to the day of January 6th. However, the truth is that this manifestation of our Lord's divinity was not limited to his birth and to the star. The Church has always seen the Epiphany through three moments of our Lord's life. In the Divine Office on this feast day, she sings at Vespers, Three miracles adorn this holy day. This day, a star led the wise men to the manger. This day at the marriage, water was made wine. This day was Christ for our salvation, pleased to be baptized of John in the Jordan. Of course, the first epiphany, or manifestation, occurred on the feast we celebrate on January 6th. Another manifestation of the divinity was at the baptism at the Jordan, which we just celebrated this past week. We hear in the gospel a voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. Here, God the Father has acknowledged before all present the fact that Jesus was his only begotten Son. Finally, there was the wedding at Cana, of which we hear in the gospel today. This was the first public miracle of Jesus, at which he transformed water into wine, a feat which only God could perform. This, the first of his signs, Jesus did in Cana in Galilee and manifested his glory, St. John writes in the Gospel, and his disciples believed in him. But let us look more closely at the role that his blessed mother played at this feast. It was not the wine servant, whose business it was to service the wine, who noticed the shortage, but rather our blessed mother, notes the venerable Fulton Sheen. Is it not interesting that our Lord, that our lady, I'm sorry, was the first to know that the wine was low? Neither the wine steward nor the diners knew that the wine was failing. Therefore, they could not ask for help. She made a very simple prayer to her divine son about the empty wine pots when she said they have no wine. It is then thanks to her that our Lord performed this miracle. He chose to begin his miracles through Mary, says St. Louis de Montfort. At the wedding in Cana, he changed water into wine at her humble prayer, and this was his first miracle in the order of nature. He began and continued his miracles through Mary, and he will continue them through her until the end of time. In this way, then, our Blessed Mother knew best for the newlyweds and for those in attendance. Even now, she continues to know what is best for us. Even now, our souls are in great need. We need insight. We need counsel. We need strength to face our temptations. We need consolation when we fall. But sometimes we do not know what we even need. 
we often ask the wrong things in our times of difficulty. We might ask for vengeance against someone who did us wrong when we really need the grace to forgive. We might ask for material comfort when we really need the grace to accept a cross, to accept a particular mortification that God sends us. That is where devotion to Mary comes in. The people at the table at Cana did not know what they needed to maintain the joy of the marriage feast, even when the Lord was in their midst. There are many of us who would not come to our Lord unless we had someone who knows our needs better than we know ourselves and who will ask our Lord for us. Our Lady, our Mother, enters into that role of asking our Lord. She notes our needs before we ourselves feel them, says the Venerable Archbishop Sheen. All she asks us in return is what she asks the servants to do. Whatsoever he shall say to you, do ye. Let us then imitate the obedience and fidelity of the servants at the wedding. Whatsoever he shall say to you, do ye. We may not have the benefit of being physically present at this wedding so that we might hear personally the words of our Lord addressed to us. On the other hand, we know that Jesus speaks to us in our present time through our superiors. This is the church. This is our mother and our father. This is our boss, our teacher, our professor. As long as what they command does not contradict divine and natural law, we can believe with certitude that it is what Jesus shall say to us. And it can indeed be difficult. We believe we know better than our parents and our superiors. Similarly, were we to be servants at that feast, we might think, wouldn't it be strange if some man told us to fill some stone jars with water? How could that possibly remedy the lack of wine? And yet, here we see these same servants listening intently to Our Lady and following, our following her request, this request to do whatever he shall say to you. As a reward for following the advice of Our Lady, the stewards at the wedding in Cana were honored with the first of Our Lord's miracles, when at her request he changed water into wine. In the same way, until the end of time, all who are to receive the blessing of our Heavenly Father and who are to be honored with his wondrous graces will receive them only as a result of their perfect obedience to Mary. St. Louis de Montfort reminds us. Dear faithful, let us then renew our fidelity to our Blessed Mother. As she carefully watched over this wedding feast, and averted a disaster. She too watches over our lives and protects them from spiritual ruin, all by maternally asking the intercession of her son. Mary, as our Heavenly Mother, indeed knows best. May she help guide us to salvation, provided that we listen to her counsel, her very wise counsel, to do what her son tells us. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, Amen.